Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs, a Doctor Who rewatch podcast brought to you by another Happy Studios. New, new doctor on a new, new earth with a new, new adventure. What could possibly go wrong? Hello and welcome to Still Got Legs. I don't like you. Everyone's favourite Doctor Who rewatch podcast and the only one in the world. Um, the only other podcast, and I might start saying that actually, the only other podcast in the world, a fun little reference for those. This get. feels like something we should have sorted out before we hit record. Like. Maybe, but hey, things change on the fly, Lawrence. You have to be ready for them. <laughs> You've got to keep up with it. <laughs> You've got to keep up with the quick professional world of podcasting and nothing says professional like two men in their pajamas recording a podcast at 10 a.m. on a Thursday afternoon, uh, Thursday morning. <laughs> it's true. Uh, but speaking of ever-changing, Nathan, there's some different stuff occurring. Are we jumping straight into the episode? I've forgotten how we do these. I don't know. There's no real rhyme or reason. Uh, we get a nice little um, opening montage of the Doctor with Murray Gold spitting fire. So I guess we are going straight into it. So we're discussing we the episode New Earth Season 2. We're here. We did it. Yay. Is this the first instance of that song that goes... I believe it is, because I always associate that with 10. The Tenth Doctor. Um, yeah. uh, I feel so... like it played when they ran to the London Eye. You know what? You might be right. I think you might be right. Um, upon reflection, um, but but you know, definitely more ten, isn't it? That yeah, it's, it's definitely more of a ten theme. But yes, and I en- fire, and I enjoy it. So we, we are we picking up straight after um, Christmas? When, well, it's not Christmas, is it? <laughs> It doesn't seem like Christmas, but no. she's still at the power. How long has the doctor been staying in Jackie's spare bedroom? I don't think he's been staying there. Maybe, maybe <laughs> they've they've gone off and had other adventures and come back. Like 
you know, Maybe. stuff goes on in between the episodes. Maybe this is like their next, um, their next break. Um, although there's a few lines in this episode which would um, go to the contrary of that because they're very much talking about like, like new new Doctor and everything. So yeah, it feels like no time has passed, but it's definitely not still Christmas. Yeah, yeah, uh, confusing, hand wavy, whatever. Just... No, not not to worry too much about it. But I did I did specifically want to bring up um the the very beginning of this episode before we head off to uh new new earth or whatever because look, you were very I say passionate in the uh, in the last few episodes about the um about Mickey and Rose's relationship. And you were you were very you were very adamant that you to you they're broken up and you know there's no relationship going forward but proved wrong in the opening (laughs) sequence wasn't you (laughs) i'm getting fucking sick of the whiplash that russell t davies is giving me here because right i'm not going mad my interpretations of their relationships are are based in what happened in the episodes but it seems that every new episode that picks up russell's like no they love each other loads now I did pick up on Mickey saying he loves her, uh, on he loves Rose, and Rose is like, "See ya." <laughs> yeah, Rose did not say it back, which which is very telling. Uh, they did have a big kiss though. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> fucking sick of it now, man. <laughs> Fuck, wow. Fucking not fair. Wow. Uh, yeah. Jackie, why did I like that Jackie kind of? She's already started walking away before the TARDIS has even left. Yeah, she's a bit like a bit used to it by this point, but yeah, used to it in like a sad way. Like it's not getting easier yeah. for her, is it? No, and she's just—it's just like, yeah, it just happens now. Yeah, it's just part of her life, and she's like, I wish this wasn't the case, but it is. Again, I—I yeah. I, I understand why um, series two is not this way because it's very much a. A, a doctor and rose love story for the most part um but i i do think season two could have been so much more fun and interesting if it was a tardis team of jackie mickey mm. and rose along with 10 that, that'd be a really fun dynamic um it's a shame we didn't get any jackie 10 interaction in this episode it is it, well, th- why, perfect why have the it. queen there if she is not used to her full potential. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> We're big no, fans it, it, of Jackie on this podcast. It, it, this this entire opening to this episode does feel a little bit like they're... they're it, it still feels like they're introducing the show to new fans. Well, they, they kind of are. They're kind of reintroducing it, in a way. Yeah. Because it, it, they're, they're it's not so much introducing the show, it's introducing the Doctor. Because yeah. it's, you know, it's David now. Um, it's their second season, and they're already on their second Doctor. So, like, you know, <laughs> it is it is kind of a, a reintroduction. And and this, I think I said it in the in the first episode we did, but this was the first episode I ever saw of Doctor Who. This is oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. This is this was my introduction to the show, and I think because of I'm probably a little kinder than I should be to it because of that. I, this episode really does have a soft spot in my heart. There's a lot of nostalgia for this episode for me. Take, taking away your nostalgia because obviously mm. the what the what the thing we set out to do on this podcast is find out if the if if the episodes do still have legs. Yes, obviously. Um, 
removing nostalgia from it, like, wh- where do you sit with this episode? Well, I'm not going to answer that now, Lawrence. I'll answer that at the end. <laughs> okay, okay. I just wanted to set you up to see if you had any uh, any criticisms or flaws well, or anything. No, we'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss. There's, look, okay, there's, there. a, there's a few things that, trust me, we will discuss. Um, but, yeah, so we have that little opening on um, on modern day Earth. Rosa's got her backpack. She's ready to go off her yep. own adventures um I, I do like the fun little moment of david um just the, for the the first time i ever ever believed a tardis control work um yeah it's true sequence. Yeah. i think it, there's like something that he just turns um and i'm like oh it, it actually moves that's actually something and and i do think the tardis looks better in season two than it does in season one i think they played with the lighting a little bit yeah, that seems to be like the most notable change. Well, you 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 said about the uh, season one having this like effect over a lot of it, didn't yes. you? Yes. Maybe removal of that is changing it. There's still a little bit of in this episode. I think next episode is the most notable change. Um, like... <laughs> next week's episode looks like it was shot on film cameras. All <laughs> it does. Of a Did you watch it next time? It looks <laughs> intense, man. It's yeah. only w- when you see like the big CGI dog that you're like, oh yeah. But <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you, you look at it and go, oh yeah, Doctor Who. Yeah, oh, yeah. Who. <laughs> that's what this is. No, not Christopher Nolan's <laughs> fucking <laughs> whatever. Um, I have so many notes, man. I'm so excited to do next week. Be <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, but yes, um, so they they this is almost kind of a a sequel to um, the the end of the world, really. Uh yeah, I guess so. In like a <clears throat> in the way that Russell T Davies did, where he often brought back things that he liked, yes, and explored them in new ways. Because you've got not to jump too far ahead, but just to just to quickly kind of set the scene so we're in the year five billion twenty three is that what they say that's what they say and we're yeah. in galaxy m87 which looking at it written down on my notes seems like a model of phone um <laughs> <laughs> yeah russell was ahead of the time <laughs> yeah so it's a good on him um so that's where we are but we are basically it's it's said by the doctor that everyone watched the end of the world they watched the earth explode yes. and then they all got a bit nostalgic so they made a fake earth on a planet that was very similar in like atmospherical senses yes yes um, a new earth new earth uh, and so that's where we are um yeah so he brings he's he's got your favourite character, Captain Jack Harkness, in his full no, form. No, I have so many stuff. so much to say on this. Um, I don't know if we'll get into it now, but just a quick no. Continue. <laughs> uh, we, we bring back Cassandra, who is a um, yes. previously noted fan of moisturisation and uh, flap of uh, exploded skin. Yes. So she's, she's there. Um, who else is back from... No one else is back. I don't, think, so no, to speak. I don't think anyone else is back. There's the little the, we do see the little spider drone thing that she that uh, Cassandra had. That's um, right. That makes an appearance at one point, um, and I believe that might be it for the the connections to to that. Well, Doctor and Rose, obviously. Yeah, they're 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 back. I mean, Rose is back. The Doctor is new. <laughs> he's the same man, Lawrence. He's I know. He's got what what I wanted to brace with you and get your opinion on. Yes. Um. So. I've watched this episode not recently, but like recently enough. Yes. What I haven't, what I hadn't watched recently, aside from obviously this podcast rewatch, uh, was season one. Yes. Do you feel like there's some degree of an immediate season two 
difference because Rose, it it, it, it it appears apparent that the show has dropped all pretense on will they, won't they, is this romance, is this something else? I think that's very much helped by the, the body swapping aspect of it all. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of that stuff is done through a third party. <laughs> um, but True. But I, I see what you're saying. I think most of the will they, won't they is cassandra related if i'm not mistaken but but you get like you get other subtle stuff like rose rose is immediately like she's like oh the end of the world that was our first date and then there's a really sincere i love traveling with you and the doctor's like i love you let's kiss well they didn't Um, do that (laughs) no they they, they didn't do that but that's the that's the energies in the air yes it it is very you know i said it it is very the the love story of ten and rose i do believe it is a love story um they certainly do um so so yeah poor mickey <laughs> um Fucking hell. yes it's i don't think it's necessarily that like any pretense has been dropped i just think the dynamic is shifted no i just think yeah um now that you've got this new doctor who is po- possibly he's a little bit more open and uh more um more forward than nine is really Nine, nine could be quite reserved with his feelings and stuff. I feel like ten is a lot more wear your heart on your sleeve kind of guy. Yeah, he's he's more he's way more an open book, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. It it took nine dying to say how he felt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and then, he was like, "Well, I'm not going to be able to do this in a minute, so I may as well." And don't get me wrong; there are things that Tennant does keep close to the chest and stuff. Like mm. you know, he doesn't necessarily talk about Gallifrey until season three. Um, so. So yeah, there are there are things that he keeps guarded, um, but but yeah, it, it, this is very much kind of out there from the beginning, really. This love story, as it were, as as kind of like an intro to ten, obviously, because the last episode we spoke about was mainly side dressing to be like, here's something for everyone at Christmas. This is the real introduction to the tenth Doctor, I believe. Yeah, and where? How do you? Where are you at with it? Because like season one, we watched the arc. Firstly, we're it. It's, it is a reintroduction to the Doctor. It retells us he's a Time Lord. It retells us Gallifrey and everything else. Um, Does it? But Does this episode? Well, no, 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 not this one. Sorry, the, in season one. Oh, okay. Um, the journey that we went on with Nine in season one. Yes. Um, and that obviously culminated in the Doctor having to make... Um, or being stuck between a hard a hard, uh, a hard, place and a rock, essentially, on... Um, the, the he has to make the Gallifrey choice again. Yes, and and he grows from it, and he's a better person, and he does the cowardly thing and finds pride in being a coward. Yes, we were obviously working towards that, and I know this is only season two, episode one. Um, but like, where are you at with like the introduction to ten? Do you feel like they're on a path to do something like, or well, is it mainly just like character it, dressing? It's very early days. I don't think you're gonna get any really deep insights into the character until a few episodes in really yeah you know? at the beginning it's still all you know honeymoon period everything's happy-go-lucky although you do you do get a few sense of um you do get a few moments of the the tenth doctor anger which flares up every now and again in this mm. episode um tenant does some good anger stuff um which I this enjoy. this seems like fairly not finished article 10 but this seems very a lot closer than christmas invasion 10 oh he's cooked at this point he's yeah he's fully ready to go i i think at this point um 
I think the only thing that's missing from him, which is something people complain about a lot, and famously complained about a lot on the 50th anniversary, is the hair. It's the... Um, it's true, yeah. The, the, the flat... It's not, you know, fucking gelled to fuck or whatever. Is is Hot uh, take. This is his best hair. It's, 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 I don't know, there's something about it. It looks, like, fluffy and ruffleable. Like, yeah, and well, season four's hair... And the sideburn combo, I'm like, you look like you're doing a Smash Mouth fucking impression. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll talk about the kiss, but during that kiss, Rose, re- well, not Rose, but Billy Piper really gets her fingers into that hair. She mm. really gets her hands right up in there. And I'm like, yes. this. And is he looks good. great after. He looks ruffled yeah. and... Yes, he looks hot. He looks yeah, hot. Yeah, he, yeah you know, let's, let's not mince words, right? I'm, 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 a, <laughs> I'm a heterosexual man, Could but he's made. sexy. Yeah, it's true. He is. He is sexy. He is um, Yeah, I'm there like, he looks great. There's something aesthetically pleasing. Lawrence, he looks sexy and you know he looks sexy. He looks hot, Lawrence. Let's let's not deny the truth <laughs> that everyone knows. Okay. And he knows it as well. He's even in, even as Cassandra, she's like, and David Tennant as Cassandra is like, whoa, I'm really well, sexy. Hey, we'll, we'll talk. Well, I want to get to all that sort of stuff. We'll, we'll all talk right, all about right. that. Um, but yes, New Earth, I, I think it's a little bit fun that um they go to new New York and you know you have the fun stuff of new 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 York because it's the 15th since the original that's all a bit of fun um budget's a little bit bigger this season but it's still not great judging by the fact that we're going to new New York but I will just sit on a hill outside I'll just look at it from a distance shall we and uh, Russell immediately dates it with the PS2 graphics pod races that go past. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but just a little bit bigger this season, but not by much. So yeah. <laughs> don't worry too much. Yeah, look, when, when the original budget was one pound, <laughs> one fifty is not that impressive. <laughs> exactly. But hey, it's gone up 50%. So nice. Look, it's all about the uh, the statistics. Um uh, well, so the, the, who interrupts them on the hill? Well, not interrupts them, but the no spider one. drone. Well, not necessarily. Well, yes. Um, it doesn't really interrupt them. It's just that we see something a little bit nefarious going on. Did you Did you see the spider drone and immediately go, oh, fucking World's End or whatever? Yeah, I, I, I recognised it because I remembered when they, they all committed mass murder on the plumber or yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> or the oh, electrician, whatever she was. Yeah, she was a plumber, I believe. Yeah. What's her name again? Something weird. Mrs. Like, Plummer. <laughs> Mrs. Plummer. R.I.P. to a queen. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, re- I recognise mm. them. Um, I like that Cassandra still has like one of them in her employ. Yes. Um, which is quite good. Uh, I don't no, think we, it was so... used again, though, after that. Yeah, yeah, just a very <laughs> just... convenient little, like, oh, there's a... Yeah. As Doctor Who often does, they start the episode happy-go-lucky and then immediately go, there's a, there's a little slow drone yeah. on a keyboard that goes... And I then think... it cuts to someone being like, they're here, and it's very ominous, and then it goes yes. back to Ten and Rose being happy again. <laughs> yeah. I think what I like about that little that little spider drone thing is that even though it was walking <laughs> along grass, they still use the same sound effect of it. Like, <laughs> the, the metal clinking. <laughs> like, it's walking on grass, man. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, but it's too boring to have a sound effect for kids that's like... 
it's true. It's true. So I mean, they could have just not you. Maybe, maybe that would have seemed weird. But yeah, yeah. Still, the um, still film the... and TV is seventy percent sound, thirty percent visual. Nathan, that's and, the the old adage. And if there's anything Doctor Who loves, it's reusing a visual, which we will discuss <laughs> in a second. Yes. <laughs> um well, one thing one thing I noticed about the the opening of the episode though, which seemed a little bit odd to me. Um and I and I don't think I would like you, I know I've seen this quite a few times. It holds a lot of nostalgia for me. I I'd probably rewatch this episode quite a bit. Um mm. but I don't think I'd ever really noticed it until now. And I can see why it was done. But did you not think that the, the opening scene was really over or not over but just noticeably dubbed uh i can't say i did notice it but i may have been like writing a note at the time read like everything on that like on the hill sequence is it's so because like the audio is them speaking it's so it's like i'm gonna go right into my microphone it's like Hello, Rose. How are you doing here today? It's, it's it was so... a windy day on a hill. Exactly. I I understand. That's what I'm saying. I get why they're doing it, but for me, there was something about it. Maybe it's because I've got like a better sound system now on my TV or something. Oh, but it the, was the just... humble brag of the humble TV brag. returns. <laughs> but it was. If you listen was... to both of our podcasts over the last two weeks, Nathan has subtly found a way to drop in his new TV into every one of them. I got a flex on them, though. <laughs> I understand. I just need to. You got a flex. I got to call you out for it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, it was just immediately so noticeable to me, and it just seemed very odd because again, because the audio was just so clean and clear, and it was just yeah. a little bit off-putting, really. <laughs> the, the newest segment, the, the new segment, Nathan nitpicks a thing. It, yes. This time, it, this time, it's the audio was too legible and clear no but it, it didn't <laughs> no i'm not saying like it's too legible and clear like it is but it's not matching up with what i'm seeing i, I know what you're saying the, yeah. the audio the visuals and the audio are not matching up really yeah. and then there's a moment where it does switch us back to the audio that they use and it's very noticeable for me fair but yeah i have a question for you what is that question where what <laughs> Another happy question. Good. I have the. I couldn't even be bothered to stop you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where was Cassandra keeping her ass skin? Uh, so this is something I wanted to bring up. Um, okay. Do so, you know? Do you? Do, do do you remember the how we ended the episode, The World's End? Uh, I don't. We we talked a little bit about this episode, and you had the question. You brought it up, like, how does Cassandra survive? How does she come back? And I mentioned to you, oh no, they do explain it. There's actually a very funny joke, which uh, they they uh, they say. But I'll save that until that episode. Well, we're here, Lawrence. It's Woo-hoo! that episode. As you can um, tell, I was eagerly awaiting it. <laughs> yes. Um, and it's a joke that's that's done quite a few times in this. There's a little bit of a, we'll say this, but then you'll cut in with that line. So it's it's something else. But we all know what we're saying mm. here. Um, there's, there's one moment when the Doctor and Rose are walking into the hospital and Cassandra's like... Oh, Rose Tyler, that little... And then it cuts to the Doctor and Rose, and she's like, oh, bit rich coming from you, Doctor. And I'm like, very good, very good. <laughs> You've got to play it. with the restrictions you have. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good, hey, it works, it works. But yes, the good joke, Cassandra, where did you get that skin? 
I was taken from a graft at my back. Oh, so you're talking out your ask not. Yeah, ask Very not. Good. Very good. I'm talking out of my anus. Yes. That's what she was going to say. Her arse. Crack. Her arse. Uh, I know, I, I like the, when they kind of do mm. those cheeky little imitation, um, yeah. like half swears. Because it's like, you can't have a character like Cassandra and expect her not to be, like, for lack of a better phrase, just an outright sassy bitch. She is. She's a full. So like, she goes full bitch mode. Like when she inhabits. Well, she's always in full on bitch mode. But yeah, like we we get to see her unleash a bit, which is a bit of fun. Yeah, we see Cassandra. So, I did. I just put it together. We see Cassandra in five forms in this episode. It's <laughs> pretty good. Leads me on to my criticism. Bit messy this one, isn't it? <laughs> oh, do you think? I think it's I think it's charmingly messy. Oh, I think we're gonna. I don't think it's bad. I think it's I think it's it's fun. Um, I, I think it's I, a good bit I, of fun. I, I was reminded of simpler ep- uh, Doctor debuts. Yeah. Yes, um, it's it, it's no eleventh hour or or anything like that. It's not end of the world or anything. But it's also yeah. not technically a Doctor debut. But that's that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, the Christmas Invasion was the Doctor debut where he slept for 45 minutes. <laughs> yes, that's um, the Doctor debut. And then threw an orange at a spaceship door or something. Yes. And was like, oh no, I've got no hand. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's, it, is, it is revealed that um, that obviously Captain Jack has sent the Doctor no, a message. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sorry, the face of Bo, otherwise known as Captain Jack has sent yes. the Doctor a message. No. Uh, and that message... Is, it, is this the first time we've seen the psychic paper have any writing on it? Uh, maybe. Because it looked bad. <laughs> Just a oh, little... I, I feel like you've been overly harsh on this, right. on this one. Um, it, yeah, everything looks bad. It's fucking 2006 <laughs> Lawrence, you're being harsh. Everything looks bad. Stop being picky. <laughs> no, but we, we we kind of have an unspoken rule not to critique the CGI and stuff too much because it's whatever. It's Doctor Who. It's true. 2006 or whatever. So like they're working with what they had, man. That's uh, fair. Um, but but yeah, look. Um, I I think if anything, this episode um lends to my idea about the face of Bo in the. He's not Jack. Uh, look, there, there is the thing is along this path of mm. of we know the face of Bo reveal, right? I know where where um, Russell T Davies ended the face of Bo reveal, and what I can say is that there is no part of you and what you're saying that I believe is incorrect. But you have to acknowledge that in canon, it is a fact uh, that is that it? is is it. I know what you're going to say. Look, we will get there. Let's just enjoy the ride. I don't think it is a canon fact (laughs) at all. Um, I want a Doctor Who battles against time trading card that says that is like a scratch and sniff and you sniff and it's Jack or something. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Look, all all I'm saying is there, there is no, there's not a single hint leading up to that reveal that they are one in the same. Okay. The only thing you could say is that they've both lived a long time or whatever. Great. Um, but, I think the Yana thing's the the, the definitive I, one. I do not buy that for a single second. It means what? What does that mean to Jack? 
just because he, he, he was there be, in Utopia. Yeah, that's literally it. So was Martha. Is the face but of Martha's Bo Martha. not the, Nathan? There's a Martha is clearly not the face of Bo. No, ridiculous. for obvious reasons. Look, um, novice Hain is a character I enjoy. Love love that cat. Um, yeah. She Good she cat. says at one point to the doctor, the rest of Bo kind became extinct. Yeah. The rest of bow kind. Bow kind yeah. implies a species name for the face of bow. Uh, I see what you're saying. Mm. But then, like, didn't they write that in a way that was, like, in Torchwood, like, Jack had a brother and they were from the, like, a some place called, like, Bowtown or some fucking bullshit? Nothing necessarily to do with Torchwood, but it's just what Jack says in the reveal that he's from the the Bowface. Well, I guess Torchwood then did it after this, but yeah, he's from like the Bowface Peninsula or whatever. I know that I know that Jack has a brother that he they grew up on a sandy beach or something. Yeah, that's that's. Like and then he's like, I'm but, an American man, and I'm going to bury you again. But that's after this. Look, that's, all I'm saying is, I'm just I don't know. I like. I listen to what Russell T. Davies says. If you think you can write it better, that's fine. I can't. <laughs> I can't. It's, it's, Look, not, it's not the same. Also, Jack, very American. Bo, yeah. very British. you telling me his accent can't change after like a million years? Well, it hasn't for the thousand years or whatever that he's been alive. Yeah, true. That's a fair <laughs> point. I'll take it. Look, we're getting sidetracked and I think you know it. Um... <laughs> He receives a message uh, from uh, from uh, the face of Bo that yes. is basically sorry, sorry, Captain Jack. That is no. uh, essentially, <laughs> essentially, come and see me. Yes, he does. And the doctor's like, "All right, wicked." So, so he goes to see him, and they get in the elevator. They have the the little disinfection session. We get a nice little sexy moment to see them both just being sexy and just like running their fingers through their hair and stuff. It's very good. I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, great, great episode for bisexuals. This is this is this is good. That's we're, fair. Yeah. We're eating. We are being fed during this episode. So <laughs> maybe good. this was very formative for you. <laughs> maybe it was. Maybe that's why I enjoy it so much. Watching this as a child, I was like, oh, <laughs> am I? Okay. Am I? Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. There uh, has been an awakening. Have you felt it? <laughs> very good. Um, yes, and then we, I, I think we get the the first reuse of the infamous Doctor Who elevator shot, which uh, <laughs> which I enjoy a lot. Yeah, and the yeah. thing that I enjoy about it is it's it was used in the first one. It was used in Rose, but um, the thing I enjoy about it is that um, that elevator they go in. It's so high tech. It's so like futuristic and very aesthetically like oh this is new new earth. Everything's like white and sleek and modern and cool and then that elevator shot it's very clearly just a very <laughs> standard elevator from 2005 i think it's even got like a yellow like hazard warning sign <laughs> it's very clearly just a standard earth elevator and i just went no that'll do let's just use that again 
I, I love the idea that people have like clicked on this podcast. Be like, oh, I can't wait to hear people talk about like all the insightful themes and interesting aspects of Doctor Who, and they're we're just there like the budget sucks. That they reuse shots every five. You want to see a shot of the TARDIS spinning around the Earth? Far gone. Fuck it. I got an album of stock for you. No, this is this is just I don't know. It's it's I'm not saying it's bad. It is bad, <laughs> but I enjoy it because of that. It's the dumb it's, stuff. It's charming. Which, it is charming. Yes, it's very. This is why I love Doctor Who, because it is so dumb and silly. And they do well, look, stuff like this. They they get into their lift, they have they have their um they have their wash. Uh Nathan has understood something about himself yes. uh, as a child. Uh and then the doors open, the doctor's somewhere, but Rose is somewhere else. Yes. Rose has uh, gone to see Cassandra and Chip. Who have like control of the lift, I suppose. Yeah, whatever. Just a just a hand wavy thing. My yeah. my my note here, and I'll read it verbatim because I just think it sums it up quite nicely. Yeah, uh, is Chip seems like a proper nonce. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's a bit harsh, I think. <laughs> no, but he does. He's a little weird creep, isn't he? And then he like he's like follow me, and then like he does a little hop step over yeah. like a thing in and his then way. Rose picks up like a crowbar or whatever. <laughs> She's what like, are you gonna do with that, Rose? <laughs> She's like, I'm getting a weird vibe from. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This guy, so... I, I said that there's there's um there's another world out there. Um, well, there's another... there's In a multiverse somewhere, under a different writer, perhaps, Rose clubs Chip to death with a metal pipe that she finds on the floor, and she goes upstairs to the doctor, covered in Chip's clone blood, and is like, oh, the fuck, the strangest thing just happened to me. <laughs> I don't know if that's in character for Rose, but sure. Maybe. She picks it up, man. Yeah, but she didn't use it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, she could have used it. Um, I just stuck it through Cassandra. Great. Then she's just done, isn't she? <laughs> but how very Doctor Who of you. How... <laughs> that's always the way to go, isn't it? It's true. It's true. Um, all right, so so you you don't like all the body swapping and stuff? No, I've never said... When did I say any of that? Well, you said they're all swapping bodies and it's messy. It is messy, but it's fun. It's very chaotic. I like it. It's a, it's a good bit of fun. I like... Um, Billy Piper really gets a chance to, to ham it up. Um, yeah. Really. It's, it's, a, it's a good bit of fun. I like the... <laughs> the voice she she puts on the very posh oh from yeah. glass to brass <laughs> she's she's Billy Piper because because Rose is and like this is not to be disrespectful on Rose but more often than not she's a bit of a nothing character like she doesn't 
No, no, no. But like she does. What I mean is that it, she she's well played, and Billy Piper is phenomenal playing her. Yeah. But she doesn't get a lot to do next to the Doctor. She's often smaller of a presence because the right. Doctor gets to run around and be like, "If I reverse the polarity of the blah blah blah," and he's doing like somersaults over things. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I I I enjoyed seeing Billy Piper get to be the goofy one in the scene. Yeah. Because at being the like the the companion, she's the audience standard. So she's so often in scenarios the straight man of a situation that's funny. Yeah. She doesn't get a lot of like comedy parts and stuff. Is... Yeah. So I just I thought this was, was just, yeah, like you say, just really fun to see her fucking goofing around. Really fun. I love, I love the line. Oh no, I'm a chav. That's that's a good <laughs> bit of fun. That's so much fun. Is that um, offensive these days? I heard somewhere that chav was offensive. It, it, I, I think it is offensive because chav, um, I think it stands for like council house, council house, council housed and violent. Or something. Oh, and I didn't know it or stood was, for anything. Yeah, it's an acronym or something. And it's, it's one of those things that, you know, uh, as always, it's it's a term which comes from, you know, the the wealthy and elite to, to basically to put on poor people and then like... You're all the same. Ah, uh, I see. Oh, that is a gross turn. Yeah. 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 Let's cancel Billy Piper. <laughs> <the same>. No. <laughs> In 2006, it was whatever. But yeah. As always, uh, a product of its time. I don't think anyone's going to fucking cancel you for using the word chav, though. Like, it's... No. It's just not a great word to use, really. But... Well, when used in its original context, I guess. But whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really care, to be honest. Um... Oh, he doesn't care. No, I'm a chav. Um, <laughs> We've got ads on our other podcast now. Nathan's part of the wealthy elite. <laughs> <laughs> did you say, no, I'm a chav? I did, yeah. <laughs> Good. Fi- Often we just fill the time and space, don't we? I'm just yeah. saying silly things. Um, cats are here. Cats are here. I love the cats, man. It's, it's, it's weird. It doesn't really make sense, but I like it. They're different cats from the gridlock cats. Well, gridlock's after this. I know, but they are. But also, they're not, really. They are a little bit. Like, his wife is more of a woman with ears. Quite literally. Well, first of all, what? His wife's human. Oh, yes, he's the cat, isn't he? He's the cat, yeah. I think you're misremembering shit. I've misremembered something. It's quite literally the exact same cat. It's the same fucking character, you dickhead. No, it's not, not, the, not the one from My Hero. <laughs> no, that one's different. It was like, look at me, I'm sex and made a cat. <laughs> but like, for them, it's novice Hane, though, isn't it? That's true, yeah. My mistake. All right, yeah. I was wrong. It's fine. <laughs> Stupid, man. You won't um, get cut as well, because this is you editing. <laughs> yeah, God damn it. <laughs> I'm going to make it louder. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I have a note here that just says Madam Hooch. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Very telling for this episode. <laughs> so I'm sure we're just poking a bit of fun at you. Um, well, no, it's Madame Hooch because Cassandra is Madame yes, Hooch. Yes, I, I know why. But oh, I, I see. Get, but the the Madame Hooch of it all. <laughs> I like how you're, the simplicity of your note is just Madame Hooch. <laughs> you're like, I'll make something of that later. That's how I make notes. Like, because if I'm, I don't like taking notes while watching an episode, so I just like put like. Just a quick thing, and then I can little, a little, on it. yeah. I'm the same. I just like a little prompt that I'll remember. Yeah, I don't. Um, I... So anyway, uh, the doctor is upstairs, uh, and he he goes on over to the face of Bo, who is dying. 
Yes. Yeah. I, did you find this scene weird? Um, a little. But like, I just kind of felt like I didn't know what the face of Bo was doing here today. I I feel like. Correct me if I'm wrong. Please correct me if I'm wrong. In is it the end of the world? Is that what the episode's called? Yes. Do the Doctor and the Bo speak even once in that episode? I think he's he goes over to him at one point, but it's it, we don't we don't hear a conversation. But I'm I'm aware that it's I think they I think it was implied that they had a chat. Okay, this episode implies that they're lifelong friends or whatever, and that it they does have like a, a little deep bit. connection. But like, they we don't even see them talk in. It, the yeah, it's world. a bit. I don't know. It, yeah, I I know where you're coming from because it is very much like um, and not to show my hands too early. Um, <laughs> It, it does feel a little bit like has just become short <laughs> for, for what's coming up. So yeah, I tell you what, let's let's discuss this later. <laughs> All right, okay, fine. <laughs> I guess we'll just leave that alone for now, then, shall we? <laughs> yeah, just just leave that where it was. <laughs> just park it, and we'll get it later. Okay, fine. Um, so Rose comes back up. Well, it's not Rose. It's um. Uh, Cassandra in in Rose's body, um, and the kiss. What are your thoughts on this? It wasn't Rose, was it? No, it's not Rose. So I'm fine with it. It's just a bit. She look. She hasn't been able to kiss anyone in quite some time. No, I'm. I don't have. I'm not, I'm not saying I have anything wrong with it. I'm just like I like it. I think it's fun. I I think it's funny the way the Doctor is just so taken off guard, and he's like. I, I know I know the doctor does realize it. He but like he realizes it almost immediately, like yeah. after the kiss, I feel like. I, yeah, because it's just so bizarre. But I it's feel like, like there's there's very there's a very specific moment where he like gives her a look and then asks a question. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah, my mistake where he like he clocks on, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, I I, I like it. But the kid the kiss is fine. It's Cassandra's absolutely relishing having a body again. Did you not think it was fun? No, I did. Okay. It's, you know, I don't have a strong opinion on it. Oh, okay. It wasn't one of my formative sexual experiences, Nathan, unlike you. No, it awakened something in me. <laughs> I was like, this is, this is my entire personality you now. I like the cats. I think they're cool. Um, <laughs> I do. Okay. I do like the cats. Uh, I like their makeup. I think they look great. They do. They do. They do look amazing, which is surprising for yeah. this show because they could look like shit. And there is a moment where one of them does look like shit, but yeah. for for the most part, the practical effects, the makeup, and everything, really good, really well it's, done. It's 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 the it's the Slovene problem, isn't it? Like yes. Anytime they ha- they look great because they're rubbery and shitty and. They look like you can see their paws. They look like living beings. Yes. And then they run, and you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, you look and terrible." It's not even that. It's it's just the moment one of them gets touched by the infected, and there's just like a really weird <laughs> shot where they just like, I don't know what it is. It's just something They're about so weird. Still. It's yeah, it's so still. And it's just that CGI transition over. It looks so bad, so yeah. awful. Um, but hey, ten pound budget, so. What are you gonna do? Well, look, speaking of the disease people, what's, yes. what's going on? So the 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 nuns, the Kateri nuns, they have um, a whole seemingly endless like fucking void full of just 
um, pods of mindless zombie people who are infected with like literally every single disease on new earth who are like used to cure diseases i guess i think they use them as like guinea pig tests kind of things yeah yeah we'll 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 give them every disease so we can then use that to create cures and and dish those out to the people or whatever and it's, it's pretty they, fucked up it's pretty fucked up they make the case of like look at how many people it saved them like yeah you've but you've these people are becoming sentient. I don't know how they're becoming sentient because they're surprised at it. They're like, how is he yeah. talking? How has he got a vocabulary? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, know I don't think the show is all too concerned with it. <laughs> yeah. I just got here. Don't ask me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is on you, you cats. You've done this. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So they kill the one that does talk or whatever. Um, yeah. It, it, it was a good moment where like the doctor like figures it all out like well not figures it out where where like they stumble upon it and you know we get the infamous david tennant i'm sorry i'm so sorry first mention of it so yeah that comes good. up quite a lot for his character which which, which retcons something for me because i was under the impression that the doctor heard that line from the president in age of steel when so what because so there's a, there's the president in Age of Steel, you know the one that's like John, you will yes. never get my blessing on this metal thing. Yes, I know what you mean. He says it to someone. Someone dies, and he goes, "I'm sorry, I'm so sorry." And it's the first like, I thought at least it was the first formative point that that line's been said. And then ever since then, the Doctor started saying it. Clearly, I was wrong. That's not a retcon. That's just you've been a dumb cunt. Yeah, no, right. yeah, yeah. I'm. It's a retcon in my mind. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> my ego can't take it, so I've had to lie and say that the show was incorrect. Uh, no, but I just, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was um, whatever. Uh, what, we don't what need is, to... Why would the do- why why would he then say that after seeing someone? What? Because he liked it. He saw it and was like, "That's a good line. I'll use it." <laughs> That's so you dumb. Ne- you never heard anything being said, and you're like, oh, "Keep that one in my back pocket." Actually. I mean, yeah, but not like I'm. I don't know that's so dumb. Well, that's fine. Anyway, was terrible <laughs> point. <laughs> Look, uh, zombie rules. Okay, we had it yeah, with the the mummy people. They're basically are zombies. You... Yeah, basically, they just yeah. don't get touched by them. It's tag your it. Yeah. Um, and I quite enjoy that good little fun sequence. I I love the 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 stubbornness of the Doctor because because. Um, Rose is like put Cassandra, Cassandra come back into me so that the doctor can use the sonic screwdriver yeah. and then she goes alright and then the doctor's like get out of Rose yeah. and she's like no this was our idea now you're being incompatible <laughs> yeah well what I, what I was saying was I enjoy you know the, like that moment where te- the the doctor and Rose they do come upon, upon it and Rose is very much like, oh, that's disgusting, because you know she's Cassandra and yeah. shit, and and Ten just has that real fucking like he he's almost drops the facade of he knows it's Cassandra. He figured well, not know it's Cassandra. He knows that it's not Rose, and he's like fucking figured that out a while ago. But he's just yeah. like drops the facade of even like fucking keeping up with her at that point. He's just so disgusted and enraged by what's going on here. And then yeah. he gets that little confrontation with Novice Hain, which is a good moment. I enjoy that. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they, they they kind of, they have that back and forth of look how much good it's done. I'm like, yeah, you're still infecting 
like hundreds of people. Yeah. Uh, more than hundreds, to be honest. Like you said, it's seemingly like it. It's one of the, the CGI endless shots. Millions, yeah. Thousands. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. I like that you get, you get his rage. Is the first that is is that the first that's the first 10 rage isn't it really that, that's definitely the first 10 rage yeah there was no, there was yeah. no real rage in the christmas invasion it was just a little bit of uh, a little bit of murder um <laughs> just a, just a little just, dabble a, of just a smidgen of murder um but but yeah no that's the, that's the first real rage that we get from him um yeah and it's good it's interesting to see Ooh. yeah and he, and like he does the- a good job of it um, yeah, no, I like I like the moment where the the Cassandra like goes back and forth, and she goes into Ten's body, and yeah, you know, we, we've had the moments of of Billy Piper howling it up, and now we get to see David Tennant do the same thing here, um, and it's fun. It's a good bit of fun again. It's um, him just being weird, really, just like mm. fucking getting used to the body and stuff. It's fun. I like it. I thought uh, when she's talking about like the two hearts and beating like a samba i thought we were going to get a continuation line. on the um that maybe that maybe the 10th doctor has two dicks oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> give some weight to what jackie was saying i don't know why i do this podcast really. <laughs> well look we didn't get it that's all i'm saying um no, I like him. He's he's fun. I respect the decision for your first two episodes with uh, the tenth Doctor, uh, such a prolific Doctor that he's coming back fifteen years later. Yeah. Um. I I quite enjoy that the first two episodes with him have him one being asleep for most of the first one and two having a little portion where he's not play- where Davidson isn't playing the Doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In the second one, but no fun, good time. Yeah. No, he he does a he does a good job. I enjoy it in that. That beating out of Sandblind is just very funny. <laughs> they do their little chase and they go, um, the doctor gives everyone a power shower. Um, I do like the hand wavy nature of like, I don't think that's how passing like, around like an antidote works. Of just like touching each other's forearms. What do you mean? Well, they're like, so the doctor makes them a cocktail of antidote. And oh, a yeah, couple of the them cures. get in. Yeah. And then they pass around by like touch the cure. Did you not like that? No, I thought it was fine. Just I'm pretty sure it's not how antidotes work. No, not at all. But isn't that kind of the point? Because there's the moment where Cassandra goes into one of them, and it's like they're so they're so lonely. Like she she like fucking experiences their thoughts and stuff, and then she's like they're reaching out to us because they want to touch us because they're so alone. They've never been held and all that stuff. They've never known contact and all that sort of stuff and then it's uh it's that moment coming around coming full circle of just i guess i guess healing with love it is nice it's a nice I, I, I'll be, I love the ending to this because to me this is like what we spoke about in the the uh the doctor dances episode the everybody lives moment it's the, yeah it's that it's the doctor who magic um which True. i enjoy it's just one of those really nice and kind and magical moments where like i say the it's not some big action moment that saves the day it's something as nice as like as love as passing on the cure and that sort of stuff yeah no it's touch. true it, it is not and i, I do like that mm. moment because cassandra is an absolute joke of a character like she's just she's there to be like saying silly things and be narcissistic and everything yes um and when you get a you get her a complete flipping attitude 
after she comes out of the mind of um of like you said like one of the diseased people yeah and then she's just like yeah <laughs> that sucks like <laughs> and also like i don't know maybe there's maybe there's an element of it that is like how Cassandra, it activates how kind of cassandra has been feeling or makes her see it because she's she lived her life by being adored she like yeah. the thrill of uh, of her existence was being told how beautiful she was and everything like that um and for the longest time i don't suppose anyone said that to her in a, in a while yeah being in the form that she was in and obviously chip is there and being a bit of a skin flesh nonce but like he's not what she's after <laughs> is he really <laughs> A skin flesh nonce. Well, he is. He's stroking her little skin, like, trampoline thing. Is no he? good. Yeah, man. At one point, he goes over it because Rose goes, that'll do, Chip, or something. She says, like, yeah, I don't want to know. Because he, he says, I I tend to milady's physical needs. And she's like, I hope that means food. Grim. Yeah, it's very grim. Chip is... I won't, I won't refute on this point. Chip is a little creep in this. That's where I'm at with it. <laughs> right. She has to give up one of them, essentially, Cassandra. She's in. She's been in for the most part. She's been in the Doctor or Rose for a lot of the episodes. She's in Rose for most of it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So she and she has to give. Obviously, the Doctor's not going to be like, "Well, Rose is dead." So she has to give up Rose, and she goes into Chip, who is a willing participant in this. Yeah. Um. And I quite. I in my mind because the last time I haven't seen this in quite some time. This episode. Yeah. In my mind, it was Chip that went back in time to tell Cassandra that she was beautiful when he got to like live out his adoration for her, of her yeah. in her prime. Yeah. It's so much funnier that it's Cassandra in another person's body telling herself that she's beautiful. Uh, I think it's kind of sad. It is. It's absolutely sad. Because but... like earlier in the episode, Cassandra makes a big thing out of being told that that was the last time that she was told she was beautiful. Yeah, and then it turns out it was her who said that. Like, oh, I kind of takes the fucking shine off that moment a little bit, really. Yeah, and I like how that she's kind of like she realizes it must have been her, and she's giving herself any. I I like that when she tells Rose that was the last night someone called me beautiful. She she misses the part where and then he collapsed and died in front of me, <laughs> and it was a bit of a shame. Yeah, time can be rerun. It's all fine. Yeah. That's true. Uh, no, I, I agree with you. It is sad. And I like that she's like providing herself that level of comfort. Um, I also like the fact that she's, she finally dies and it's kind of on her own terms. She gets to, yeah. the doctor is kind to her. I like that I do with Cassandra. It's, it's, it's like a good little redemption moment for her, really. <laughs> Whether she deserves it or not, that's an argument, you know, you can have all day long. But I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of sweet, a bit more dignified than her just splitting in two and yes. screaming, isn't it? It certainly is. Yeah, yeah. Um, very, very strange. Yeah. Well, where, where are you at with the episode overall? Then I like it. You, 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 you really seem like you hate it, which is no, no. I don't. I don't hate it at all. I think it's. I think it's a bit of fun. I just think it's a bit chaotic and messy. I don't think I don't it's think messy it... at all. I think it's messy in the sense that Doctor Who is a bit messy, but I don't think. It's bad in any way. No, I, 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 I don't think it's necessarily bad. It's just, I don't know. This is, this isn't where I'd, I'd go for like, if I was gonna rewatch an episode at random, I probably would never be this one. Mm. It's not a bad thing. It's just not, it's just not as good as it normally is for me. Okay, but yeah. Well, I like it. 
And you can't take that away from me. I don't know. I wasn't trying to. <laughs> Sounds uh, like you're we... trying to take it away from me. I'm sorry, Nathan. I've, I do apologise. Uh, would you like to play our theme? Weirdo of the week! Weirdo! So, this is a segment of the show where we take a moment to look back and reflect on some of the weird, wonderful, and grubby little characters we come across each and every week in this silly little show that is Doctor Who, uh, which we, excuse me, Docky Who, which we love so much. Um, Lawrence, who's your weirdo of this week? Uh, so, my weirdo of the week is the face of Bo. Um, no, Lawrence. That's the <laughs> same as mine. Oh, sorry. Uh, I I very much enjoy... You knew that mine was the face of Bo. Don't try and act like I've, we've just somehow got the same one. What do you mean? It's pure coincidence. But Oh, okay. I apologise. Uh, basically, I like to imagine a world where this... And this is kind of based in truth, but this is my interpretation of how it happened as well. Uh, but it does happen in the episode. Uh, is that the face of Bo is like... Some say he could be a million years old, right? Yes. And I like the idea that one day he goes to New Earth because he obviously he can obviously get about. He's got a little teleport. Yeah. So he goes to New Earth. He lands. He goes could do with a bit of end of life care for a bit. So he goes there. He gets assigned a cat, and a cat gives him a bit of end, making sure he's up to date with his medicines and stuff. Wait, right? hold on. Why, why has he got a teleport? I don't know. He just has one. That's how he cuts about. Does he? Yeah. He teleports away at the end of this one. Does he? Yeah. Missed that. <laughs> He's a tele- it's very blink and you miss it. He just, it's a very cheap Doctor Who shing, and then he like kind of floats off. That does sound like Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, I like the idea that he's 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 living his life. He's millions of years old or whatever. Uh, and he goes, I could do with some end of life care. So he goes, to a te- he goes to a thing, gets assigned a cat. Cat looks mm-hmm. after him for a little bit. He goes, yeah. oh, I wonder what, wonder what the doctor's getting up to. Because he knows the doctor's old. Sends the doctor a message on his psychic paper, and then he, uh, he the doctor gets there. Uh, the cat looking after him goes. Some say he's got a big secret, and at the end of his life, he'll whisper something that only would be befitting a lonely god to hear. And the doctor's like, "This sounds pretty important." And then at the end, the doctor's like, "What do you want to say to me?" And he was like, "Nothing, love. Bye. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you." <laughs> it, what it read to me is is very strange, chaotic, bored behaviour. From a very old head in a jar. That's just like, I could do it for a laugh today. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. Fair enough. But like that happened. So the cat was like, he's got a secret. And then Bo was like, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> and then he went. Yeah. Can't argue with that, I guess. <laughs> just silly. Just this, this, the silly face of Bo at it again. I don't like the face of Bo. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Did you like him before the Jack reveal? Were you like, no. this is a cool face? Well, it was it was inconsequential to me. It was just a face. <laughs> Fair. It was just a big face. I, I, I was never like, the face of Bo? Oh my God, oh my, my God. favorite character's here. It's, it's just a big fucking head in a jar. Um, yeah. <laughs> like um, fucking Rose says, ah, oh, that big old boat race when she's doing her oh, comedy yeah. moment. Bit of fun, love that moment. I shall proceed up the apples and, and pears. pears. 
Very good. Um, very good. Very good indeed. Who is your weirdo? My of the week? weirdo of the week is um I believe it's the mayor of New York's assistant um oh. for being the most aggressive person in the world. <laughs> like the do- the doctor just like fucking he's just walking past and he's basically just like, "All right, mate." And she's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> like, <laughs> that white mate does not constitute as a as a as a legally binding friendship. <laughs> yeah, like straight away just openly hostile and aggressive. And then like the moment later she when like the doctor and Rose just stumble back in and she's just like launches a fucking chair at them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Show me your hands! Yeah. Like, how was this? Well, maybe this is why she got the job as the mayor's assistant or whatever, but yeah. I don't know. Very, a very, very aggressive lady. She's cutthroat. She she's gets cutthroat. She gets her head in the world and hey, that's maybe that's why she got there, but very weird. Um, and she's yes. waiting for the mayor to die. She knows she's next in line. She's she, like, I can easily she, ascend it. She probably gave him this fucking uncurable disease which gets and by the way that that disease they're like they're like oh he's got this curable disease like and yeah we can cure it but like you know it'll be a while but then like five minutes later he's like no i'm fine now i'm fine i'm fine like when the dogs is talking to that fucking cat nurse she's like um oh he'll be fine like don't get me wrong it's gonna take a bit of time but but we'll get there but and then it's literally like five minutes and he's like his, his, they've all got champagne. His yeah. his complexion has changed from purple to just normal. Like he was, he was like literally fucking like stone or whatever, and now he's just yeah. a normal bloke. Anyway, good stuff. Good, I enjoy. Good it. on those cats. Yeah, good episode, man. Good episode all round for me. Bit of fun. I'm excited for next week. Next week, the big bad wolf. Ooh, not that wolf. Um, <laughs> yes, a big CGI dog for everyone to enjoy. Yeah. I am looking forward to it. Look forward to some um, David Tennant getting to use his real voice for once, his real accent. Yep, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, if there were any um, insults about the royal family that I missed. The, the, I remember. There's a few. There's a few. I know there's one. I'm. Mm. I'm definitely. I'm, I think there's probably some more that Russell sprinkled in there. Interesting. Like the Christmas Invasion one where he applied they were all in bread. <laughs> Exciting times. Nathan, we have another podcast. It's called Another Happy Pod. Uh, and Cast. we talk about all manner of things. Mostly movies, but yeah. It is mostly movies. Yeah, we did um, do... Um, we say, in, in the intro to that podcast, we say, you know, movies, TV show, video games. We haven't done a video game episode in quite a while. Um, recently, we did do an episode where we discussed video games, but then Lawrence lost it um, forever. <laughs> Um. So so that happened. Um. Good. But hey, glad you can you, listen. Glad you pulled that out. Thanks. Yes, you can listen to some other episodes. Um. About your favorite things. So hey, if you like the movie Interstellar, then boy, have we got a treat for you. If you like the um movie, I don't know. You pick one. Uh, Cocaine Bear. Uh, if you like the movie Cocaine Bear, then hey, we did an episode on that. If you are the world's biggest fan of the season three finale of Doctor Who, we did that long before we decided to do this podcast. (laughs) How funny would it be if we just uploaded that? We'd have to like cut it into like three seconds. (laughs) It's like 20 minute episodes. (laughs) So yeah. um, Anyway, we've been doing this for over an hour now. So Lawrence, why don't you tell people 
where they can find us, where they can review us, and where they can show us a good time. <laughs> well, you can show us a good time anywhere, uh, but most notably on Twitter at Still Got Legs Pod. Uh, and these new episodes go up every Monday at 10 a.m. So stay tuned for next week's one. Uh, give us a little review. Um, we are not a new show anymore, as we said. We are not, because uh, we've done a whole season of this, but we are still trying to get out there. You know any Hoovians? Uh, send them send them our way. Or Yeah, I think. Would we, Would they be coming to us, or would we be going to them? We'd be going to them, wouldn't we? Do you know um, what I'm saying? No, that's no, fair. Okay, fair. Well, look... Tell us, tell your Hoovian mates about us, right? There's a new era of Doctor Who coming. We're all excited. We're all, we've all got the 60th in mind. We've all got the new season uh, weighing heavily. There's there's Shooty Gatwa costumes dropping all over the timeline, right? It's an exciting time to be a Doctor Who fan. We want to be in on the conversation, so let us be. Uh, <laughs> sounds very forceful. I'm like, fucking acknowledge us! Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're having a good time. See you next week, everyone. So there we go, another wonderful week of Doctor Who. Tell your friends, tell your mum, tell everyone you love and know. He's been Lawrence, I've been Nathan. See you next week. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.